So grab your Bibles and get ready for another adventure in God's Holy Word. closet. Within lie dangers and treasures. Rudy pointed to the sign on Granny G's pantry that bore these words. Granny G, my great-grandmother, and Mr. G's mom moved from her home in Fresno, California to live closer to her son during this past year. The clock that Granny G hung in the kitchen nearby struck the hour of 2 p.m. and chimed the following warning message. As Wolfgang and Rudy walked over and listened intently. Stay out of my culinary closet. We have ants. We have friends that aren't friends. Stay out of the kitchen. We have ants. We have ants. We have friends that aren't friends. Okay, okay, Granny G. Wolfgang spoke directly to the large picture of Granny G, which covered the face of this unusual clock, which could be programmed like a phone answering machine with a short message. We all stay away from the kitchen. Hmm, I wonder what Granny G has in her culinary closet. Maybe I can find a story inside the closet, a mystery, and when the writing contest advertised on the big poster that I saw at the fire station. I could win $1,500 if I get first prize. Wolfgang and Rudy looked at each other and tiptoed from the kitchen back to the nearby pantry. A rotary dial, like that on a bank vault, was on the closet door. His detective instincts alerted, and his heart began beating rapidly. And trying to remain calm, he approached the pantry door, pulling out his magnifying glass and stethoscope from a miniature black briefcase. Carefully turned the dial, listening ever so carefully for the slight clicking noises he had learned to recognize. Yes, I got it open. Wolfgang assumed a karate stance, as if approaching something potentially dangerous, and carefully opened the closet door, shouting, Hiya! Suddenly, dozens of cereal boxes fell on him, stunning him for a few moments. Dusty map also fell into the floor of the large walk-in pantry. Are you okay, Wolfgang? Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. Look! Wolfgang's eyes lighted on the map that he had tumbled out of the closet, along with all the other cereal boxes. What happened? I got into Granny G's culinary closet. Didn't Granny G say not to go in there? Yeah, I'm sorry, Mr. G. Look what we found, Grandpa. It says Mesopotamia. Oh, wow. 
There's two giant ants that crawled out on the map. They're fighting. Wow, let's watch them fight. I was looking for that map. <laughs> Funny where my mom puts things. Mesopotamia is the setting for tomorrow's Bible lesson about Othniel and the wicked king of Mesopotamia, Shushan Rish Atham. Come on, let's go into the living room. The giant ant fight continued as Mr. G began his Bible lesson. First, the leading ant pulled off a leg off his foe, and then another leg. Rudy was watching the ant fight intently. This reminds me of when my dad and mom and Granny G took me to Yosemite, California, and we saw giant fighting ants just like these ants. Yes, Rudy, I remember your great grandmother said something about keeping souvenirs in her luggage. Sugar packets and tiny shampoo bottles, napkins from the restaurant where she had eaten, and other stuff. She mentioned ants, but I didn't take her too seriously. You know, Rudy, those giant fighting ants can be very aggressive, especially when they try to protect their nest and their food. I sure hope those ants Granny G brought back with her from Yosemite didn't have any babies. I've got everything set up in the kitchen to bake healthy Othniel cookies, and the ants might get into my cookies. What are healthy Othniel cookies? I used the letters of the word Othniel to create an acrostic of healthy ingredients. O for oats and oat flour. T for toffee. H for honey, N for nuts, I for icing, E for eggs, and L for light cream cheese. Mr. G, I think I realize the danger Granny G tried to warn me about when she said, "We have ants, we have ants, we have friends who aren't friends, we have ants." What danger? Well, the cereal boxes that fell on me nearly knocked me out. We thought they were empty, but maybe Granny G forgot to tell us that baby giant fighting ants were breeding inside of the boxes. Oh no! The ants will smell my Othniel cookies. Look over there on the floor! Here they come! The giant fighting ants are starting to come in the living room. There's a line of them. There must be. Like a hundred of them. We'll have to call the exterminators. There are ants everywhere. Quickly, we need to get out of the house. Terminators. Mr. G helped Mrs. G out of the house because she had turned as white as a sheet. Wolfgang had never seen Mr. G's hands shake, but they were trembling now. In a few minutes, the big exterminator truck rolled up to the G's house. 
That night, the G's spent the night in the Whispering Pines Motel. Mr. G gave his weekly Bible study in the lobby of the motel the next morning. When Rudy and Wolfgang and Mrs. G were gathered for the study, Mr. G asked, "Did you know that fighting ants fight until one is either dismembered or dies?" Actually, this reminds me of our Bible lesson about Othniel and Shushan Rishathaim. Shushan Rishathaim means double wickedness. Wolfgang looked at the big pulpit Bible, the only possession Mr. G had grabbed when they fled their home the night before. Mr. G read a verse from the enormous black leather goatskin Bible. Wolfgang could smell it all the way across the room. Judges three ten. And the spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he judged Israel and went out to war. And the Lord delivered Shushan Rishathaim, king of Mesopotamia, into his hand, and his hand prevailed against Shushan Rishathaim. King Shushan Rishathaim oppressed the Israelites in about、uh, 1407 B.C. for eight years. Othniel, who was the first judge of Israel, fought against Shushan Rishathaim and was victorious. Mr. G, I'm supposed to learn about the ancient civilization of Mesopotamia for one of my homework assignments. I hope I get a good grade on it. Peanut Mesopotamia, or the country of Iraq today, is featured quite a bit in the Old Testament. In fact, Abraham was born in Ur. Isaac's wife Rebecca came from Nahor. Jonah preached in Nineveh, and Assyria conquered the ten tribes of Israel. Let's see. Daniel was in the lion's den there, and Belshazzar, the king of Babylon, saw the writing on the wall. And Peter preached to dwellers at Mesopotamia on the day of Pentecost. Excuse me, Mr. G. What does Mesopotamia mean? Lizzie, the names the Bible gives are Babylon, land of Shinar, and Mesopotamia. The word Mesopotamia means high land between the two rivers, the Tigris and Euphrates rivers. Mr. G, what's the gospel message of sin, righteousness, and judgment in the verse about Othniel? And Shushan Rishathaim. Wolfgang, the Bible speaks of a battle between the kingdom of Satan and the kingdom of God. Othniel, the first judge to rule in the Promised Land, fought against King Shushan Rishathaim, who was the king of Mesopotamia. And like I said before, his name means double wickedness. Othniel, who was from the tribe of Judah, means lion of God. Mr. G, is Othniel a picture of Christ? Well, you are correct, Wolfgang. Othniel was clothed with the spirit of Jehovah or the Lord, a Hebrew word that refers to God. Othniel was from the tribe of Judah, and Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judah. And of course, if you remember, Bethlehem means house of bread. Othniel was a picture of Christ as savior of his people. And just as Othniel defeated King Shushan Rishathaim, so Jesus defeated Satan. Mr. G, what's the spiritual meaning of the phrase "went out to war"? Peanut, in the Bible we learn that individual Christians are not to fight with other people or flesh and blood, but we are to fight in a spiritual battle with the spiritual armor 
that God gives us. Mr. G, aren't you talking about the armor of God? Absolutely, Joey. The spiritual armor given to each Christian points to truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation, the Bible, and prayer. Wolfgang listened carefully as Mr. G completed his Bible lesson.
miners said it would be at least two days before the G's could return to their home. Wolfgang felt bad because he knew he had caused the ants to escape from Granny G's culinary closet. The G's weren't poor, but they weren't rich, and staying at the motel wasn't cheap. Wolfgang thought back to last week when the G's car had been diagnosed as needing a new engine. Then Wolfgang had an idea. When the Bible lesson was finished, he walked back to his home. He asked his father, Wally Widget, if he could use his computer and explained what he wanted to do. After listening intently to his son, his dad gave him permission, and Wolfgang began to type his story, "Ants in My Pantry." He ran the spell check, printed out his story, and ran to the fire station. A week later, a letter arrived in his mailbox, notifying that his story, "Ants in My Pantry," was the winning entry. With eagerness, Wolfgang pulled the check out of the envelope. His dad helped cash the check, and later that evening, the two of them delivered the envelope to the G's. Wolfgang had enclosed a note which read, "Dear Mr. and Mrs. G, I'm awfully sorry about letting the ants out of Granny G's culinary closet and out of the cereal boxes. I've enclosed a copy of my winning story, Ants in My Pantry. I thought it fitting that you should keep the prize money. Love, Wolfgang Widget Jr." The G's were so thrilled with the fifteen hundred dollars, which paid for a new engine for their car, that Mrs. G made Wolfgang one dozen healthy Othniel cookies to say thank you. And with that, we'll have to say goodbye. We hope you enjoyed our program today. If you have any questions or comments, please write to Treasures from the Bible and outreach to Bible Ministries International. You can write in Care Family Radio, Oakland, California, nine four six two one USA. Today's program is zero nine four and is entitled "Ants in My Pantry." May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye.